This is episode 93 of Break Room, or episode 2 of Mad Radio. Rest in peace, Heath Ledger. We have prepared this special tribute. I wish they would have done that when I was in school. Maybe I wouldn't be so fat. You're not fat now. What if you and me had a little ranch somewhere? Eat a penis. I put it in my ass. How hard is it? I'm chubby. You're not chubby. That's a wiener. You can put it in my ass cheeks, maybe. I am chubby. (laughs) We're around each other, and and this thing grabs hold of us again in the wrong place, in the wrong time, and we're dead. White penis. Cream? Put it in your ass cheeks? I wish I knew how to quit you. After that, oh, wow, boy, are we coming in hot today? Good God, wow. good luck. Lo- Why? How? What the hell is going on? <laughs> I don't know. We barely. We just. We just tested our connection or our uh, our sound, and we were barely coming we, through. So we we now we play our intro, and everything is coming in like a sonic boom. It's hot. It is hot. I don't understand it either. I, I don't understand what's going on. One I, of the worst pieces of shit I've ever seen. I don't understand audio. Fuck this audio thing. What is here? I don't know. Please tell me here. Out, go, out, out, go, out. We out going out. <laughs> Let's end it. We it can't is. regulate the we can't regulate the audio. Let's just get out of here. Alright, we're done. Alright. Gasoline. High five. <laughs> out, go. Out, go. Uh, I guess we should do some kind of show. All right. It is the uh, Mark and Dustin show this week. Uh, for those of you who are uh, interested in the other personality which frequents this program or has I don't watch past, those black shows. Uh, he is not here today. I'm not sure if legally we can talk about, Can't talk about him. what's going on. I don't even know that we're allowed to we're gay. play uh, any of his audio. Probably, probably shouldn't be playing that. Probably will get in trouble. Um, but maybe we'll risk that. Uh, proceedings are imminent. Uh, in the legal sense. It's worth the legal ramifications. I received the papers today. It's too much humor. Um, Come on, give me some of your tots. What do you call the person that uh, serves you papers? The paper server? Uh, sure. The delivery the guy? Server. The ser- servant? I don't know. The servant like tackled me today on my way to Wendy's. Did he? Okay. Yeah, I was, in the, I was standing in the uh, drive-thru. And uh, tried to run around and grab my food and just leave, but he tackled me. <laughs> he went and just took your took your feet yeah. out. Yeah, they threw my uh, threw the hot chili in my face, and uh, that is so wet. Stuffed the papers in my mouth. Yeah, but they tend to do that. They have to serve that shit, or right. else they don't get paid. They have to serve with authority. <laughs> they do. So we won't mention his name. No, Chopper Dave. Oops, I don't know who that is. I have no idea. But uh, you and I are holding down the ship as best we can until we can find uh, a replacement. We have had a chance to earn your listenership before, so I hope maybe in this new format we can do it again. 
Yeah. Where three becomes two. We may be having uh, plus one shows for quite a while. Or maybe it'll just be... It's very true. The Mark and Dustin show. That's one. Now, uh, <laughs> Dustin and I are, uh, like the rest of Dallas, preparing for a winter blast 08. That's a good point. Um, we are in the weather center. We are constantly uh, monitoring the radars. Yeah. Uh, we don't know where the weather center is, but we're trying to find oh, it. Oh, there we go. Oh, we, now we found it. It's down the hall. <laughs> um, should have just followed the music. Yeah. <laughs> should but uh, people are stocking up on their water. They're, uh, it's going to be complete chaos. They're hungry jack meals. Because um, you never know what's going to go down uh, in 24 hours. You have giant fake boobs. Stock up with someone with you know, giant fake boobs. Right, exactly. Your uh, collections of One Tree Hill <laughs> to watch when the cable goes out. One Tree Hill. Uh, it is a precarious, precarious situation. Hey, I'm Lee Norris from One Tree Hill. Submit your video now for a chance to appear in an episode of One Tree Hill. I don't know where you submitted. Well, Lee Norris, I don't know why you're appearing in the middle of the show. <laughs> and I figured you'd stop by. And- I really resent your intrusion. Golden showers. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Giant yeah. Christmassy cocks. <laughs> why are we... <laughs> Okay, let's. They're, they're things to stock up on, or stock up on. <laughs> apparently, Christmassy cocks. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're running diarrhea doo A new segment today. So, how about we exit the the opener and just go right into that? No, not the whole show. Just the opener. Let's smoothly transition into the next <laughs> segment. With there we go. <laughs> It can never be smooth. Wow. We are not smooth. All right. Uh, and go in with the new segment intro. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what new segment? What are you talking about? I really don't know what you're talking about. You don't remember my segment? Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hang on a second. I got to find it. You were just by it. Go ahead and vamp for a little bit. Do, 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 do. The breakout. Oh, that's that one. <laughs> this one. Uh, young man, can I help you? Howdy, howdy. Uh, can I see your bus pass, please? Yeah. Crazy skills. They're all aboard. The booty bus. Go, go. On our maiden board. And my way is done white. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the candle room. Check it out. It's time to take a ride on the bus. Have your tickets ready, assholes. I'm a pirate. I'm a nerd. I'm a princess. I'm not a Jew. I am Mark Hudson. Get in my bus. <laughs> yes, it is the bus with me, the bus driver. The booty bus, apparently. The booty bus. It's the booty bus. <laughs> Thanks to uh, one Felipe13 for musical suggestions. I had a hard time putting together that uh, extremely lame intro for my own segment. The kid bang bus. I think I spent. <laughs> it's not the kid bang bus. <laughs> okay. Uh, unnamed associate, former associate. Um, I'm sorry. Whoever that is. Yeah. Whoever you are. Uh, yeah. I spent Fuck like you. Four hours on that intro, and uh, that's what turned out. <laughs> Two hours. No, for me. Oh, okay. Two hours. Two hours. But today, today, oh, today. I just, I, you know what? Fuck them. The basis of this segment are things that either interest me and or annoy me. Douchebags. Generally of the douchebag variety. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about something that uh, extremely pisses me off. This is something that I discovered recently and I was reminded of today. Are there any black ones? And that is the fat acceptance movement. 
Are you aware? You're, you're vaguely aware of this, right? Because I sent you that. Uh, one I saw today. it today. Yeah, had when you, you sent me that stuff. Had you heard of it before today? Not on DVD yet? No, actually, I had not heard of that. Now, what do you think of when you think of when you first saw the word "fat acceptance movement"? What were you thinking? Uh, a bunch of fat people want to be accepted who aren't that are made fun of. Fat kids are stupid. <laughs> that is the basis of this segment: is that fat kids are stupid. <laughs> it just sums it up right there. And really, fat kids are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> after uh, after looking into this whole movement recently, I've concluded that maybe fat people are stupid. I think so, too. Now, let me disqualify, or excuse me, no, not disqualify. Let me qualify myself. <laughs> That'd probably be good. Because I have alluded to before Mark? that I used to be a fat fuck, and I was. And I'm still somewhat fat of kids. a fat fuck. <laughs> But I've never fully qualified this, I don't think, and that not only was I a fat fuck, I was way beyond a fat fuck. Fucking I was champ. a fucking giant beluga whale. <laughs> fucking champ. You were a little larger. I was a little then. bit larger. In December of 2002, I believe it was the last time I weighed myself at this point. Eats I, me. I want to say it was like December 3rd. I weighed 456.5 pounds. That is not something to clap about. <laughs> oh, sorry. As it stands today on uh, Thursday, January 24, 2008. 16. Or Friday, January 25, 2008. When you're listening to this. Whenever it is. As of yesterday morning, I was 231.5. Ah, that's quite a, quite a drop. It is quite a drop. And okay. high five. I've lost quite a bit of weight, as you can tell. Now, there's a reason for it. I did it with one thing in particular, and that was bariatric surgery. I, I, had, I had, and a lot of people say, "Oh, that's the easy way out." And what the fuck, man? While yes, it's easier than losing two pounds a week. Sure, it's in some respects. It is not easier from another angle in that I can no longer, in a lot of ways, eat many of the things I used to enjoy, which is a eat deterrent, which is great. Eat me. It's something you you always have to keep up with your health, and still you have to watch what you're eating nonetheless. You still have to work on your weight. Yeah, Yeah. I lost a lot of weight, but I still struggle with my weight as is because I don't do everything correctly. Sure. Who does? None of us are pillars of health on this show anyway. You, me, or the guy who used to be on the show. Former fabulous. None of us are like super fabulous. No. So I don't think any of us are like big fat fucks or anything like that, but we're just... We're average, you know, yeah. average Americans with that could definitely be in better shape. Absolutely, as I think is true of most of America. Fat kids are sh- they are dumb. But there is a movement abroad, apparently that has been around since the seventies, called the Fat Acceptance Movement. Mm. Oh, that's not. Cool. And largely, I think they have a good message. Sure. Let me read to you the Fat Liberation Manifesto. Okay. Because I have problems with the fat acceptance movement. Now, number one is we we believe – I'll tell you in a second, Thomas. (laughs) We believe that fat people are fully entitled to human respect and recognition. Okay. Mm. I (laughs) totally agree. Being a former fat fuck, a whale of a man, (laughs) I totally agree. You are – uh, stared at, especially when you're that fat. You yeah. are uh, scorned. Um, you absolutely deserve respect, but then again... As a human, sure. As a human, sure. Okay. Girls love it. Number two, we are angry at mistreatment by commercial and two. sexist interests. 
These have exploited our bodies as objects of ridicule, thereby creating an immensely profitable market selling the false promise of, of avoidance of or relief from that ridicule. Hmm. <laughs> Can you explain that? No. I don't understand the sexist part, although yeah. the general... Uh, after reading several websites, I get the general impression that females oh. are a large... Um, concern behind the fat acceptance movement. So I'm assuming that's where the sexism comes in. Hmm. They put vinegar on everything. I don't understand where the mistreatment by commercial things comes in. Uh, They do claim that the uh, diet industry is false. We'll get into that in a second. Really? Sorry. (laughs) What I don't see is that commercial... I guess you could say that maybe something like... Take, for instance, uh, Saturday Night Live. Sure. The Matt Fairley character played by Chris Farley. Was it yeah. Matt Fairley? Matt, the down by the river guy. Yeah! He was a fat guy, and they made fun of him. He fell on tables and sure. all that. I suppose you could consider that a commercial interest, and that's an object of ridicule. He was a fat fuck. He was a okay. gay kid. I understand that. Yeah, but... But you know what? When you're that fat, having been a fat guy, you yeah. deserve the ridicule, I believe. In a lot of ways. And I'll, I'll get into that a little bit later. Sure. Why? Number three, we see our struggle as allied with the struggles of other oppressed groups against classism, racism, sexism, ageism, financial exploitation, imperialism, and the like. That's yeah. fucking bullshit. Okay. I guess he doesn't agree with <sighs> Whoever that guy is. Yeah. It is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Here's why. Race. You cannot help. You cannot help what race you were born into. Can't help any of these. Sexism. Yeah, you can't help if you got a vag or the or the twig and bears. <laughs> I mean, I guess you technically can. Wiener. You can't help help what age you, you are. You can get rid of the wiener. Um, financial exploitation. You could uh, you could ally yourself to absolutely sure because you can help yourself get out of a financial hole, and it's your fault you got into the place you got most of the time, unless you are a child of no means. Good point. Um, that was extremely loud. It was really imperialism. Good point. How in God's <laughs> false fucking bullshit, whatever you want to claim name, do you ally yourself against imperialism? We should all accept Jesus into our hearts because if we don't, we're going to hell. Basically, that's true. <laughs> I'm talking about. Good point, I'm Mark. talking about Jesus there, not God. God uh, can go fuck himself. Oh, okay. Thought they were one and the same. How do you claim imperialism? This is not a political movement. No. We are not talking about we're going to destroy a nation of fat fucks. <laughs> That's we're, true. Do you see us? There's not a, like an intense war on the fat and if, either. Exactly. There's a there's a war on fat, but not yeah. fat people. Yeah. That's what I mean. As the fat, I mean fat exactly. people. The fat, right. Yeah. And if anyone were going to bomb an empire of fat, they would bomb the U.S. <laughs> Number four. Probably true, yeah. We demand equal rights for fat people in all aspects of life, as promised in the Constitution of the United States. We demand equal access to goods and services in the public domain and an end to discrimination against us in the areas of employment, education, public facilities, and health services. Duh. Totally agree. Health services? Yes. You should have access to them. Absolutely. Public, you should have equal rights across the board, and if any doctor refuses you service because you're a fat fuck... He should be... Well, I agree with that. Dislicensed, disbarred, whatever the term is for a doctor. Yeah. But 
do you think that kind of falls into the uh, making people buy two seats on a plane shit? You think that falls in that realm? Because I don't really disagree with that. I don't either. If I got a big fat ass that I can't fit in just one seat, I personally yeah. would think I should have to pay for two. When did that come about? When did Southwest start doing that? I don't was remember. That was that about the time I was a fat fuck? It might have been. Okay. I want to say it was. If I hadn't, I was fresh off the the, the, the fat surgery. Yeah. And when that came out, I said, absolutely. Yeah. Because nothing made me feel worse than being packed into a tight space with another human who could not help the fact that I was a fat fuck. Who my That's why I didn't go on any trips when I was a fat fuck. I didn't want to get on a plane, squeeze my large, sweaty ass into a tiny seat, try to buckle that fucking seatbelt around my large mass, and then have it slop over onto the poor gentleman or lady or kid next to me. Yeah. That's rude. It's retarded. You should absolutely buy two seats. Um, w- number five, we single out as our special enemies the so-called reducing industries. These include diet clubs, reducing salons, fat farms, diet doctors, diet books, diet foods, and food supplements, surgical procedures, appetite suppressants, drugs, and gadgetry such as wraps and reducing machines. What? These are their special industries, the so-called reducing industries. So apparently, um, they like being- diet clubs, a la Weight Watchers. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. guess that would be a reducing salon, perhaps a gym, a fat farm, diet doctors, diet books, diet foods, and food supplements, surgical procedures. None of these things apparently work. What, However... What the hell are they talking about? I mean... What the fuck, man? Why would you have a war against those places? Because they... Because they fight fat and they want to stay fat. Because this is this is maybe different manifesto than what you're talking about. Because maybe these people enjoy being large. And there, well, I say that, and he, boy, <sighs> which is weird because I've been fatter and skinnier mm. in my life. You know, I've been fatter than I am now. Right. And I, I don't even like how fat I am now. I hate it. And when I was fatter, it was really terrible. I don't understand. I mean. It, it is People bad. do what they want to do, but it seems really weird to to fight that and want to fight things that try to combat that. Because other people who are fat fucks like you were and I have been too. Yeah, you know, you don't want to stay that way. So no, get something absolutely, fight it. And, and this is the thing: is is this whole fat acceptance movement? I'll read some excerpts from a, a blog later that is from one of the leaders of the of the the fam. Yeah, that they claim that all God of is this a dyke, this Reducing industry is a that God is a dyke and b <laughs> that it's all bullshit. That's what they claim that it's all industry motivated. This list is bullshit. Number six, we repudiate the mystified science in quotes, which falsely claims that we are unfit. It has both caused and upheld discrimination against us in collusion with the financial interests of insurance companies, the fashion and garment industries, reducing oh. industries, the food and drug industries, and the medical and psychiatric establishment. So that goes to number five, what we were just talking about. Sure. And number seven, we refuse to be subjugated to the interest of our enemies, which keep are in we, mind so are, are we doctors yeah. and science are their enemies. We fully intend to reclaim power Reality. over our bodies and our lives. We commit ourselves to pursue these goals together. Fat people of the world, unite! You have nothing to lose. That was written in wow. 1973, wow. Wow. originally published wow. by the Fat Underground out of Los Angeles, California. I guess that whoever that is was probably fat. I'm just guessing. I'm going out on a limb here. You like those leaps I take just for the show? Yeah, yeah. Leaps of logic. 
it, it's amazing how smart you. I'm, I'm mystified right now. Yeah. So, all of that being said, you're all a bunch of fucking idiots if you follow this. <laughs> okay? I'm going to use reductive, or excuse me, not reductive, deductive, deductive reasoning yeah. in my assessment. I've read some of these studies. Okay? These these fat people, and here's the thing. You know, it's going to sound like I'm unsympathetic to my own people, and that is absolutely not the case. Who I am sympathetic to are the people who are overweight, who are fat, who are whales like myself, like I used to be, who acknowledge the problem that they are fat, that they have problems, they are trying to fix it, and they're having a hard time, like I did. Ultimately, for me, what it was, I realized there wasn't much else I could do. Yeah. And it was yeah. yeah, it was an endless cycle of of I would get depressed about eating that I was a fat and so I would but I the way Eats I would meat. comfort my feelings was instead of going and working out, I would just eat more. Yeah. And so I would gain more weight. And it was an it was a, a deathly cycle. And so I have I have a lot of sympathy for those people. Like Aaron and his wife Aaron are both the on a diet Aaron's. right now. Right? They're both trying to lose weight. And Marla may be trying to lose weight too. I have sympathy for them because they're trying yeah. to lose weight and trying to be fit. Got no problem with them. Who are these people you're talking about? Um, from Paperback Radio, paperbackradio.com. Uh, okay. okay. Got sympathy for them. Dub, 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 jot. And if you read the first couple lines of the Fat Liberation Manifesto, I have no problems with that. I believe as a person, whoever you are, and I still haven't achieved this, you should totally have confidence in yourself. That is spectacular. You're a more attractive person overall when you have confidence in yourself. Oh, fuck that. That's what the movement should be about, is about <laughs> believing in yourself, liking who you are, but understanding that you need to be healthy. Be excited. Be exactly. Basically. You're excited. It is. It is a uh, it, it's a terrible thing to hate yourself, and uh, and that's what it should be about. But unfortunately, it's not. No, let me read from the blog of one Kate Harding, who is come up recently, and I, I learned about this fat acceptance movement through Dan Savage, who is a uh, advi- a sex uh, advice. His real name is Dan Hunter. Uh, maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> um, I found out say. about it through him, and uh, they have a big back and forth I, between the I, two. I, now, oh, he and this woman are having an argument? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, let me read some of the points from Kate's uh, blog here, and then we'll go it's into the... That's a good the, point. It's a good point. These, these fat lovers, and again, no problem with loving yourself, they point to several studies, and I've Ooh. read these studies today. Okay. Yeah. I, I acknowledge that science. I, I, there, there are some studies that say that fat I, people I, live longer than thin people, and are more likely to sar- survive cardiac events. Uh, and there are some are, studies, are, some studies that have shown that it can protect against infections, cancer, lung disease, heart disease. Being fat can protect against cancer. Some of these, apparently, these are some studies. We need to pack them on, man. I don't want, I don't want the cancer. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> just keep going, then. But here's the thing, Kate. These are some studies. You declare this is fact. But other studies cheeks, have said that, guess what? Being fat detracts from your health. Yeah. So we have conflicting studies. Who's right? You choose to blindly follow the studies that reinforce your point. Just like 
any of the, the Republicans and or Democrats out there in the presidential elections now, they'll cite the facts they want to. Of course. But all you're doing is shading your point of view with one study. How about the other side? You know, there are plenty of studies that the Atkins diet works. It reduces blood yeah. pressure. <laughs> Uh, reduces cholesterol. But then there are other studies that say, guess what? That's not the right diet for you. Sure. How about, you know, there's some probably veil of truth in there somewhere, some small glimmer of truth. We just don't know what the answer is. Maybe there's some other contributing factor we haven't identified yet. There's some chemical in in fat, in extra fat, that maybe helps prevent these things. It doesn't mean that having all this extra fat is healthy. Just get fat yeah, injections just, just opposed fat to being injections. fat. Right, exactly. Just mix fat in with all your medicines. <laughs> take just take it that pill. way. Yeah. You can put it in your ass cheeks, maybe. Um, Weird place. Now, she has a good point, Kate does, when she says poor nutrition and a sedentary lifestyle do cause health problems in people of all sizes. That's a good Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely they do. Me, I haven't worked out in several months. <laughs> you know, I did used to work out every day when I worked at my last company. I I. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I worked out every day. I haven't. Go fuck your mother. You know, you go you go in waves. It's absolutely, sure. you should be moving about as much as possible. Don't, don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Uh, but here's the Great thing. Claim. If we use deductive reasoning, Kate, and we follow back to our genetics, the let's look bitch. at when you were a child. Generally, you're not born fat. Not generally. Generally, you're not, you're not born 20 30, 40, 80 pounds overweight. Are you? Uh, I don't think I was. I might have been. Providing for a normal birth, you're generally born at a relatively healthy weight. That's true. I mean... I'll give you that. So what happens when you're a child? Like, <laughs> like me. When I was nine, I was a very skinny kid. Yeah. Before I became the fat kid. He was I, the gay kid. I was the skinny kid. I was not the gay kid. <laughs> And then I started eating. And guess what happened? And I sat around and I watched TV. Yeah. I became Eats meat. Eats meat. I became the fat kid. Did you eat meat? I did eat a lot of meat. Eats I ate meat. a lot of candy. <laughs> and guess what? I packed on the pounds. Now, um, she is right in that she says, oh, where is it? Uh, we should all accept Jesus. Oh, well, anyways, I'll go into this later. But everybody has the genetic potential. For many things. Some people are genetically prone to be skinny, like my brother. Some people are genetically prone to be alcoholics. Black. Um, (laughs) Some people are genetically prone to be black. Why do you keep saying that after everything you say? (laughs) I don't really understand. But it doesn't mean you have to follow that path. (laughs) Would you Uh, be a different color? No. I don't really understand your argument at all. Fat, alcoholic, a drug addict, all these things. You have the power to change all these things. Um, Have you been huffing paint again? And, it, and when we were cavemen, I mean, we're supposed to be able to run from dinosaurs or or if 10,000 BC were the case, uh, woolly mammoths <laughs> or saber-toothed tigers. Even if you don't, even if you want to take the caveman argument out of it, for some people it would. Yeah. Look at us back in the day when we had to, an agricultural society, we had to go mm-hmm. farm our own shit, deal with animals, deal with crops and right. all that. You couldn't just be sitting around doing that. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. That's the case. Crazy skills. I mean, the problem is if you work out and you eat a healthy lifestyle, you're going to lose weight. That's a good point. The biggest point. thing I, I see on the, in this whole movement is that they don't want to take responsibility. I and know. You can, if anybody out there wants to, to see this, you can go to Kate 
K-A-T-E, Harding, H-A-R-D-I-N-G dot net. And read any of her blogs, and you'll see what I'm talking about. In particular, her main article, Don't You Realize Fat is Unhealthy? Um, Some of her other points. No one has proven that fat people generally eat more or or exercise less than thin people. Bull fucking shit. Come and give me some of your tots. I don't care what the studies say. I've read the study. Yeah. That's bullshit. Because let me tell you something. When I go to a fucking Wendy's or a McDonald's, (laughs) what did I eat? I don't know, two burgers, uh, some onion rings, some, some tacos. Eat some meat. I remember uh, back of the Jack in the give Box. Him, give him the, the old classic <laughs> example of what me, a formal fat fuck, used to eat. You ate the, uh, the equivalent of the Wendy's Baconator that they have, like the triple, right. the triple burger with bacon and cheese. Mm-hmm. You ate the uh, large-ass fry. Had a strawberry milkshake right. quite often. Uh, also had the cheese sticks mm-hmm. and sometimes a dessert. In addition to that. And this was one meal. Yes, this was one meal. That's a lot of food. I'm not denying that that uh, you know that, that is binge eating. Yes. Absolutely it is. And you even admitted before that you would order a large pizza and take care of that in one sitting. Oh, hell yes, I would. That's a shitload of food. That's a lot of food. That yeah. is binge eating. But what do we see? I see that a lot of fat people do that. Yeah. And you can't claim genetics for that. That's what she said. That is you indulging yourself. And when you indulge yourself, you ruin yourself. Especially when you eat that much fucking food. It's ridiculous. Fuck you! So maybe Man. one study can't say that fat people in general eat more, but I can, only, I can only declare here what I see in public and what I experience myself. And it is absolutely the case that fat people generally eat more. I, or they eat more often. Yeah. And not in a good or, way. Or their choices are absolutely terrible. Or their choices are terrible. Yeah. Uh, number four, diets don't work. That's not true. That is absolutely not true. You <laughs> cannot make a blanket statement like that, you idiot. Yeah. She says, if you want to tell me about how your diet totally worked, do me a favor and wait till you've kept all the weight off for five years. And if that happens, you're literally a freak of nature. I'm paraphrasing there. Yeah. That is bullshit because here's the thing. Nobody keeps their weight steady for five years. That's yeah. fucking bullshit. You know, we all experience ups and downs. What a diet is meant to do is to get you down to a healthy weight. Sure. Or as close as possible. Duh. Everybody has their weak moments, but that doesn't mean that diets don't work. You have to invest some responsibility in that, and that fucking pisses me off because this whole movement is not about responsibility. It's about shoving that responsibility and placing blame somewhere else. Mexican dish? Um, number five, given that diets don't work in the long term for the vast, vast majority of people, even if obesity in and of itself were a, were a health crisis... Saying mm. if it were a health crisis, yeah. how the fuck would you propose we solve it? How about lose some fucking weight, you idiot? <laughs> That's a good point. How about instead of... The problem I have with diets is we shouldn't go on crash diets. That's the problem. And that's sure. one thing I figured out post-surgery. What you need to learn to do is, yes, there are times... Shouldn't eat just one Chick-fil-A grilled chicken sandwich a day? Right, or just a protein shake. <laughs> no crash diets. That... Yeah. In very few cases does that work. Uh, well, it'll work temporarily. But yeah, it'll work temporarily. But then you may gain all your, your weight back. The problem is that we as a society do not know how to moderate, and we need to teach moderation. Uh, we, so we, we, That's true. Um, now, uh, okay, number seven. Human beings deserve to be treated with dignity and respect. Yeah, okay, whatever. Well, nobody's arguing that, are they? Number eight. Even fat people who are unhealthy still deserve dignity and respect. Okay, repeater. Um, that's the same thing. Number nine. In any case, shaming the fatties being for being unhealthy doesn't fucking help. Yeah. Okay. No shit. Isn't that the same thing again? Yes. Number ten. 
Uh, and this goes back to that whole enemies statement. If you scratch an article on the obesity crisis, you almost find a press release from a company that's developing a weight loss drug. That's what she said. The reason that the company is there is because they're fulfilling a need. That's a good point. That is almost always the case. Good point. Is that they are fulfilling a need. That is a good point. Good point. So that's Kate Harding, and she can go fuck herself. Now, to wrap this up, I know this has gone rather long. And that's I didn't, fucking didn't mean for that bullshit. To it's all right. This comes from the uh, National... What the hell is this called? N-A-A-F-A. N-A-A-F-A, which stands for the National Association dub, 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 National Association to Advance Fat Acceptance. Hmm. Okay, their statement. We come in all sizes, understand it, support it, and accept it. Great. Hmm. But again, if you read deeply into the site, you see the blame that they place on everybody else, and they refuse to take responsibility, and it Cream. fucking pisses me off. Their statement... Just being fat does not signify poor health. Uh, in fact, research shows that, that, that uh, poor health may be attributed to yo dieting because fatness is most often caused by heredity and dieting history. Okay. You cannot blame it solely on your heredity. Yes, some people, as I said, are prone to being fat. I am one of those. My whole family has experienced weight problems at one time or another on both sides. Sure. So genetically, I'm prone to being a fat ass. And I still battle with that. You know, but some people are prone to being addicts, like I said. Sure. It doesn't mean you have to go out and snort crack. That's Where is the responsibility? And they, keep, they go further to wrap this up. We must also consider that in our society, it's very difficult for fat people to stay healthy and become fit. Due to prejudicial medical treatment and harassment by healthcare professionals, many fat people... Do not receive adequate preventative health care and procrastinate seeking treatment when there is a medical problem. In addition, many fat people do not feel comfortable participating in activities that would lead to a greater level of fitness due to social stigma. That doesn't make much sense. Well, get the fuck over it. Yeah, that's what get I'm saying. the fuck over it. Because it will only result in social stigma until you Correct become it. more fit. And you don't have to go out. You don't have to go to your local gym and work you out. You can do it at home. I, I worked out at home. Yeah. Post surgery, I worked out for probably at my in my bedroom by myself for probably I don't know two years maybe. Yeah, I did Pilates, I did push ups, I did sit ups all by myself. Didn't have to face anybody but me and whoever might come by. Sure, didn't have to go to a gym. You can work out if you want to. You can go run outside. You can you can freaking jog in place. There's plenty of things you can do. If you want, yeah, if you have to, you can jog in place. That's Absolutely, true. stop. Fucking placing the blame on everybody else. It's very rarely is it a true, like a thyroid issue. Yeah. It, it just it just sickens me that even back when I was a fat fuck, I think you can remember me saying that it was my own fault. Yeah. For the way I was. Yeah. You, yeah. You didn't blame society or any no. Of that shit. No. Which is good. I'm glad you didn't. I mean, I hate my my family genetics for making me, making it easy to gain weight. Yeah, what are you going to do, though? But it also makes it easy for me to lose weight when I set my mind on it. Sure. It, it just makes me sick. Now, what this movie needs to be about is, yes, accepting your body for what it is. How about we use another word other than fat? It's they're try, They claim they're trying to take the word back. Now, what are they going to call it? I don't know. How about we promote a normal body size? How yeah. about we not promote being a fat fuck? <laughs> In, but, you know, on the flip side, let's not promote being Skeletor either. Absolutely. 
Kira Knightley can go fuck herself. She looks like a man. Nicole Richie, <laughs> go fuck yourself. You look like a twig. We shouldn't go down the road of anorexia and bulimia. Yeah. We shouldn't go down the road of being fucking... I don't know. Uh, to me, being a little thin or a little heavy is not really a big deal. No. If you're somewhere in a range there. Let me tell you something. There are plenty... There are... Other, I won't say plenty. There's a lot of... If you want to say fat, which yeah. is outside the normal body weight, there are a lot of hot, hot fat girls out there. Yeah. You know? Um, and there are girls that are not fat that just are bigger structured, big boned as the popular phrase is, which sure. I used I used to love to claim when I was a kid. Yeah. But husky. Are, husky, yes. <laughs> but there are plenty of people who aren't fat who just have a heavier frame. Like sure. you I mean, you and I are both very broad shouldered and all that. We have a heavier frame, right? Sure. Now we're still overweight. That's what we say. So <laughs> but, we don't uh, call ourselves fat. You know, I'm never gonna look like um Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger or uh, I'm never going to look like Skeletor. I'm never going to look that way. Yeah. And there like are... uh, Christian Bale and the uh, Machinist. Exactly. The, don't know if I'd want to, but definitely never will look like that. You know, I want personally, I love curves on a woman. Yeah. Um, I don't, I hate girls that look like Keira Knightley and Nicole Richie. Yeah, I don't like that either. I hate that well, the look. the trap jaw doesn't help with Keira Knightley. <laughs> yeah. But looking like a, a, a boy or a twig and saying, let me see your ribs is nasty. Yeah. Or a sharp that. collarbone. It's gross. Yes, yeah, so you don't want to be cut on them. In the end, we need to promote normalcy and we don't do that enough. Yeah. And it, it, Is there it, like an association protecting Skeletors out there too, I wonder? Oh, there. I mean, who knows? I'm sure there probably I think, is. I think that's called the fashion industry. I don't know. <laughs> Hey-o. So anyways, go fuck your, yourself. Go fuck <laughs> and frack yourself. Fact check yourself. Uh, NAAFA and go fuck yourself, National Fat Liberation Manifesto fatties. For all of you who are out there who, who acknowledge you have a problem and you're trying to get over, I applaud you. Keep going. Um, I'm here to support you. If you have any questions, feel free. But then again, keep in mind, I'm not the greatest of success stories when it comes to normal weight loss. <laughs> I applaud all of you who are trying. All of you who blame it on somebody else, go fuck yourself. That's a good point. Out, go out of the segment. Dustin, you and I had an interesting discussion the other day. How's your vagina? Uh, it well, wasn't. It wasn't that. <laughs> I don't know why we talked about that. I don't know. Um, the other day we were talking about we were at lunch uh, and we were talking about porn. You brought up the subject of porn. Yeah, and how much we enjoy it. Uh, yes, I mean as <sighs> as any. Uh, right horny man does <laughs> enjoys the porn. I don't know if that was exactly the topic, but so well, discussing I think we were, our enjoyment. But. Yeah, I think we were more talking about what do we hate yeah. in porn. Now, what That's what did point. you say your hate was? Uh, or that you don't you don't understand the appeal of? Uh, I don't understand why they have like six dudes and one chick. So like a gangbang, right? Yeah, like a gangbang. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't understand why they would put sparklers in people's a holes. That's kind of weird. Yeah. And I don't remember what else. <laughs> you know, the. Uh, I, I, think, I don't like weird shit. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So I, I think what we what we deduced was that the. Uh, probably the gangbang thing is like the whole. About the whole domination issue. You can put it in your ass which cheeks, maybe. I don't really understand either. Like, when you see the videos where guys are on the low end. <clears throat> Whoa! Are uh, are choking a girl while they're having sex? Uh, no, I don't nasty. understand that. Um, they kind of Michael Hutchins them, you know. 
Don't know that reference. Um, in excess, lead singer, he uh, audio asphyxiated, audio erotic asphyxiated himself uh, whilst masturbating. He was choking himself. I got you. Hung himself. I didn't uh, know that. They're into that whole choking thing. I don't get that. Uh, on no, the high I don't end, choking either. I, I don't understand the domination stuff. No, it's nasty. Tubgirl.com. Yeah. Don't you, understand that either. Yeah. No, I don't. Please think, don't pull that up. I don't think anybody does. Don't um, go to that. Dub, 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 jot. But, uh, <laughs> I don't, you know, the other thing you I don't know. Now they're going to go because they want to know what it well, is. Well, of course. Uh, is, uh, lesbians and dildos. Why do they lick the dildo? I'll never understand that. I don't know. What is the appeal? Yes, it looks like a, a cock, but it looks like a pink cock with swirls Giant on it. Giant balls. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. I don't know that I've seen that, but that doesn't sound appealing at You've all. You've never seen a lesbian lick, lick a dill? I don't think so. When she's like, she, I don't, I don't get it. Even before they stick it in a girl's vagina, they'll lick it or something. It's like, I, I don't understand it. I don't know. But the interesting thing was, just for the a-hole, you were not aware of the internet sensation known as Two Girls, One Cup. No, I've never heard of that. Oh, wow, have cool. you missed out on a great video. Now, you got to promise it as great me this. Tub girl? Um, it, it's pretty close. Oh, good God. You have to promise me that you're going to you're going to sit through the whole thing while we watch this. You can't turn Are you away. leaving? No, I'm not going to leave. Uh, I'm going to stay here. I've seen I've watched it again a couple days ago just to Really? Confirm. Okay. So you kind of enjoy it. I do. I kind of get off to this stuff, but you okay. ready? Here we go. I want your live reaction. The audio sounds great. Oh, yeah. That's about as bad as to- Oh, I don't think I could take no, keep going. much you more gotta, of this. You gotta keep watching. Oh, God. You just vomited on the poop cup. Oh, this is horrible. What the fuck? Who thinks of this shit? Oh, into the other mouth. You're a sick <laughs> bastard. How did you watch this multiple times? Because once the first time it's gone, the shock is worn off. Diarrhea? Uh, Oh, Oh, that's nasty. I think I'm a little nauseous. Okay, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. That's so terrible. Good times. Good times. I would definitely not say that that's good times at all. Not only is it our weather center, it's also our newsroom. We've gone down the hallway, and now it's we all in the same building. Just yeah, well, of areas. course, it's, it's a large complex, the Breakout Media Studios. But uh, we now go live to our correspondent in California, reporter Felipe Thirteen. Hey, Felipe, do you, do you do you have us? Yes, uh, you guys are coming in well. Thank you. I'm glad to hear that. I know. So, Felipe, you are here today yes, um, to provide us with all the latest and interesting Anal. news. And tell us what's going on in the world. Well, among other things, it looks like I have to turn my cell phone off. And uh, uh, Not see. news. Not news. Uh, That's uh, kind of yeah. a recurring um, thing in your own <laughs> podcast, which you can find at cinemadiabolica.com. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Uh, 
don't have much luck when it comes to cell phone. Uh, let's see. Uh, what does the news wire have for us? <laughs> uh, coming from London. Uh, what is her name? Uh, Amy Winehouse. Yes. Yeah, British police said on Wednesday that they would investigate reported video footage of uh, Amy Winehouse smoking crack. Why? This is that uh, video that I think the son took or something like that? Yeah, it was the son. Uh, uh, not really much of a journalistic publication, but... <laughs> Up there with um, Inquirer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, footage that the son had of Amy Winehouse smoking crack. Says uh, the son had already handed it over to the police, and hours later, a disheveled-looking Winehouse appeared in court to support husband Blake Fielder, who is fighting charges related to a pub brawl. The dumb bitch. Is... <laughs> How do you I think say... that kind of sums it up, really. Yeah. She's such a train wreck. I feel so. I, I, I like Amy Winehouse. I think she's a great talent. I can see you celebrate her whole catalog there. I do celebrate every, her own catalog. About every single song yeah. she's ever done. I don't have her she's first a great album. Singer. She is. She absolutely. She's, you know, she's just different because, well, she has such a different voice. But, and if you look at the cover of her, uh, her, not her, wasn't her first album, but her famous album, Back to Black, she was pretty hot. And now black, she's uh, a black. Now she's uh, a crack whore. I don't know. Kind of Photoshop like can do some amazing things. True. Good point. I've seen that video. Uh, let's see. Uh, Winehouse's father, Mitch, uh, Mitch Winehouse, apparently, uh, said he hoped some good would come of the scandal. Uh, he says, of course, it kills me to see my daughter on the front page of your newspaper like that. It's nothing short of devastating, uh, thinking she wants to destroy herself. Um, but for all the hurt and pain, it may finally be the thing to focus her mind and convince her to get the help she needs. Yeah. And uh, yeah, later that day, she did what she had previously said no, no, no to and checked Hey-o. into rehab. Hey, <laughs> so uh, that one myself. Oops. So the uh, the real question here, uh, Felipe, is what drugs have you done? Um, <laughs> confession. I have to talk to my publicist about that. I don't think I can go over that. I think air. I think DZ would be just fine with that. I um, <laughs> yeah, not quite my publicist. That guy can barely control his uh, his mic arm. Cleaner. Right. Um. And speaking of mic arms, in our last episode, like about halfway through, you can hear mine give way and fall and hit me in the head. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. You can also <laughs> yeah, hear kinky. a wonderful promo from the break room. You can. Yeah, I got to say that, guys. That was incredible. I, I'm sure it changed your life. It certainly, it certainly changed ours. It did. It took about 30 minutes to make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you said when you said that you blew your uh, creative load with that one, I was like, okay. But then I listened to it, and I was like, holy shit! Now you understand. They are incredible. that terrible. That's why we're in the podcasting hall of fame. Why do you seek to denigrate us? Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm a realist. A realist. <clears throat> we're the podcasting leader, please. Huh? Yeah, yes, pretty much. Exactly. Um, let's see. Second story. Uh, in more Britney Spears craziness. Woo! Huzzah! Um, Yet another child custody hearing on Tuesday, and Woo! yet again she didn't make it into the courtroom. Paul Skinny Hope. How many? <laughs> how many chances does this dumb cunt get? How I don't many? Know, man. How many yeah. hearings does a bitch need? Sixteen for the judge to figure out you stupid cunt. You don't need your kids. <laughs> a dumb bitch. Go die. Well, uh, at another custody uh, hearing earlier this month, she drove into the courthouse garage and yeah. then turned around and left. I did. And at the that. hearing yesterday, she made it all the way through to the courthouse security right. and inside the house before getting spooked and turning around and running. Wow. That's so stupid. Yeah. I wish she Horrifying. would die. I really <laughs> wish she would. 
You wish he would die? Yeah, well, nah, maybe well, not. Yeah. It's a little over the top there. Severely injured, perhaps. No, well, okay. look, I mean, uh, Brad Renfro and now uh, poor Heath Ledger both passing away. These things are supposed to have come in threes, Ooh, right? So point. I'm thinking I'm taking, uh, taking action on Brittany being the next point. point. I got uh, 10 to 20 saying she is. Do you think she, do you think she really has uh, multiple personality disorder, which is what I they're claiming know. now? That kind of sounds I don't like know if it, to me. Yeah, I don't know if it's actual multi-personality disorder or if it's just a side effect of the um, galaxy of drugs that are no doubt running through her system at all times. <laughs> I don't galaxy know. is a good description. That, that yes. is a very apt, yeah. I, I, just, um, oh, I just don't get it. And in an update to that story, I just found this. Oh, Apparently later breaking, that same day, she actually news. made it back <laughs> into court. Oh, oh. You're, yeah. you've, that actually... You've heard that here first, America. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't hear that anywhere else. TMZ. Breaking news. Go fuck Breaking yourself. news. Breaking e news now. Yeah, fuck TMZ. This is F13. <laughs> right. Um Yeah, doesn't really say anything about it, just that she made it in. Oh, Hopefully it'll be more. Uh, we'll get back yeah. to you as this story unfolds. Uh, let's see. Uh, I got a quote here. When you see her seeming like she's friends with the paparazzi and she's got like Stockholm syndrome. Uh, actress Patricia Arquette told ContactMusic.com, I mean, she's becoming friends with her captors. She's being torn apart by this business. Wow. Really, Patricia Arquette? Thanks for the <laughs> fucking professional opinion. Why, yeah. why was Patricia Arquette being interviewed about Britney fucking Spears? Is Patricia Arquette Seriously. really attacked by the paparazzi Is either? she really relevant anymore? Not that I know of. No. Not pertinent at all. Who is the hot Arquette? The, uh, the, the one that's on uh, the psychic show, Medium. David Arquette? No, yeah, that's no. what I was going to say. Uh, damn it. Vilder Vomer Vomer No. Oh, not Vilmer. Uh, let's see. Patricia Arquette. Steve O. Not him either. <laughs> Consult the, uh, wik- the Wikipedia here. Uh, and. Oh, boy. Wow. Um, I'm sorry. I'm You're failing really killing here. us here. Uh, oh, boy. This is so. Oh, boy. Uh, not Rosanna. Oh, wait a minute. Rosanna's the ugly one. Patricia's the hot one. Sorry. Yeah. Patricia, you are yeah, relevant. That, I'm sorry. That's what. I, that's what. <laughs> she's listening. <laughs> yes. Better uh, apologize, Patricia. I would like to uh, do you. I'm sure we're number one. And, and per our podcast. earlier discussion, um, that is an example of a bigger girl who is hot. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Think While her sister uh, Rosanna is an example of a Skeletor whore who is not hot because she's way too skinny. Who is? Well, it reminds me a lot of. Uh, What's that uh, that one broad that's in that um, that movie with Johnny Depp that just came out? The uh, Sweeney Todd. Mary Magdalene. Uh, yes. Mary Magdalene? No, not Mary Magdalene. <laughs> uh, she was in Fight Club. Uh, Karen Knightley. Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Monkey Girl. Tim Burton's yes. wife. Yeah, she needs to go to fucking rehab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she looks, needs to go to face she's rehab. She's married to Tim Burton. What do you expect? She looks like she's... Gotta sm- be a dark place. She looks like she smells like wet, <laughs> wet cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> weird, weird analogy, but somewhat applicable. <laughs> yes. Mark, uh, Mark, yes. Love metaphors uh, and analogies. Let's see. Uh, closing out Britney Spears, uh, just before midnight on January 19th, mm-hmm. she popped open several bottles of champagne inside her Beverly Hills mansion and invited six members of the paparazzi inside for a party. Hmm. Uh, the Gang stunt bang? photographers were asked to leave their cameras outside but otherwise enjoy themselves. Yeah, they uh, drank and smoked and hung out. And uh, let's see, moving ahead, uh, just as suddenly as it had begun, the party came to a screeching halt when Brittany went into her bedroom and came out in a different pair of jeans and her pink wig on 
and all of a sudden her eyes get all wide and she starts yelling how the fuck did you get in here get the fuck out why are you eating my food get out Weird. we'll be pulling that for later oh yeah <laughs> fuck you yeah. um that's so, really strange so she's yeah like, she's like many faces from he-man she can just <laughs> change her head <laughs> rotates her head yeah rotates her head becomes a whole a new, new personality <laughs> <laughs> wow does that make uh another, k-fez skeletor another great analogy i think boy i think he's really the prince adam no because that would mean he's he-man I think he's yeah, like no. an Orco type. He could just be the weenie version of him. He's Orco. I, I think he's Orco. Yeah, I could see. Uh, I could see him being Orco. Yeah. yeah. Somehow he performs his magic and he becomes the stable parent. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, that was some fucking good point. Wow, that was amazing. It is amazing when you think that's of, pretty talented of him, actually. Yeah, really. of that failure. All of, sudden, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, somebody who had been singing something "Oh Yo Popo Zao" like a matter of years ago is now all of a sudden the good parent. Exactly. <laughs> In uh, short, Britney oh. Spears, go fuck yourself. Her uh, her uh, outfit in court. She was wearing bright lipstick, sunglasses, gold platform shoes, and a black short cocktail dress with a ruffled hem. How's your vagina? Not much different than what you wear to work, isn't it? Isn't that correct? Well, you? yeah, but that's the point there. Oh, another thing, <laughs> real quick, I just wanted to touch on this. Um, uh, Britney Spears apparently um, is hot on my trail. At the beginning of one of the videos that I'd run across on the interwebs. Um, she walks in, and she's speaking in her uh, British accent, and right. she walks up to a group of paparazzos and asks, "Is Felipe with you?" And they all say, "No, no." And she turns around and leaves. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, I would definitely pull that. Yeah, if I would, of course you will. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying if I was him. Oh yeah, <clears throat> that would be my oh, intro every week. Going to. So yeah. are you going to hit that, Felipe? Not even for a show. Um, you know, I don't think that it would be right of me to exploit her current mental state. Can I suck your uh, dick? I was just talking about punching uh, her. Oh, you mean like hit her with a bat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll probably, well, if I see her in public, I might punch her or something Whatever like your that. preferred bludgeoning device is. Yeah, good point, good point. I don't think, honestly, you would be uh, brought up on charges for that. Wieners. Well, that's the thing is she wouldn't be able to uh, to press charges because I would she do it under one of her, while she was in one of her weird uh, uh, personalities, and then she wouldn't even remember it normally. Exactly. That is, a, that is an excellent point. And she wouldn't make it into the courtroom anyway. And it's, it's because of... <laughs> It's because of points like that that we bring in Felipe. <laughs> she, Good point. She, she would get as far as security and then turn around and run screaming. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, closing out uh, the Inside Hollywood Super Special Ham Sandwich Entertainment Edition. Um, <laughs> sad, sad edition. day. The uh, reporting the death of Heath Ledger. Oh, you're hearing this first, of course. Here, in the talented. Room. We're breaking the story. Breaking. Here in the break room. Um. Heath Ledger passed on uh, Tuesday. Right. Just wipe a tear away here. <laughs> uh, the thing that I found the most uh, interesting, well, not interesting, it was kind of uh, awful, but the inconsistent <laughs> reports that were popping up all at the same time. Uh-huh. Uh, a couple sites reported that uh, that uh, he was following sleeping pills, and uh, insiders are adamant that Heath Ledger did not use illegal drugs and that friends were sure it was an accidental overdose. However, TMZ and uh, Perez Hilton were reporting that uh, that friends, close friends of his were saying that Heath has gone through a rough road of trying to get sober and prevail over substance abuse. So, you know, it's, it's, it makes you question, like, what can you believe? Yeah, I heard somebody on uh, whatever that other movie was who was filming right after Dark Knight that's, like, about halfway done yeah. uh, with the guy who did Brothers Grimm. I can't remember uh, the name. Terry Gilliam was the director. I don't yeah, I can't remember what it's, what it's called. Uh, but anyway, I heard uh, 
somebody plumber, like Chris Plummer, I think it was, yeah. was a co-star, right. saying that he had some kind of like terrible headaches or something yeah. was wrong with him and he couldn't sleep. Yeah, so like I, maybe this was like an overdose of trying to deal with that. I know he had like terrible insomnia. Apparently during Dark Knight filming, this is what I heard today, was that he was uh, getting only like two hours of sleep a night. Two hours. Exactly. <laughs> something like that, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's what he was trying to deal with. Right. Yeah, well, he, I heard uh, the Joker character it, it had been, to his head. Did, it, yeah. Whoa. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Got crazy for a second there. <laughs> it had been reported that he had uh, ins- uh, not insomnia. You just said that. Um, God damn it. I lost my place. Oh, it boy. had been reported that he had, uh, what is Struggle. that, the pneumonia there. <laughs> pneumonia? The yeah, pneumonia. Giant not balls. Just pneumonia. Giant I, no, balls. not just any. The pneumonia, of course. Oh, okay. And uh, let's see. Uh, the, is that a side uh, effect, His mark? personal galaxy of drugs. I wish. <laughs> Uh, I had double pneumonia oh, when he, I was a kid, so that would give me like huge double plus double plus good pneumonia. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. His uh, he was on uh, Ambien at the time of his death, right? And uh, it Evil says here that uh, the uh, the product information says if you have a severe respiratory condition and shortness of breath, not to take Ambien, and that's nice. pretty much pneumonia. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's true. Pneumonia is when, uh, just for people who don't know, is when uh, fluid gets in your lungs. Tell us more, Dr. Mark. I, I'm informing you. Okay. I am practically WebMD here. I was going to say. I am podcast MD. It's like coming right off the website. Absolutely. Uh, also found in uh, Ledger's room, uh, see, they found Ambien, which is a sleeping pill. Right. Uh, uh, see, patients report binge eating and driving while unconscious after taking. Quality. 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 <laughs> uh, Valium used for insomnia and anxiety uh, can cause dizziness and depression. Okay, okay. Uh, should not be taken with antidepressants. Got it. And of course, next on the list is Zoloft, the most popular antidepressant in the U.S. Yep. Um, although it is said to carry a lower risk of suicide than other drugs, you know, well, you can do what you can. Well, it is an antidepressant. Uh, the next, next on the menu. <laughs> That's is, true. Uh, you think you'd go the other way with it? Yeah. You'd imagine. You'd imagine, but no, no. Uh, Xanax uh, to treat anxiety disorders. Wieners. Uh, says uh, success is reduced if taken for more than eight weeks. Highly addictive. Yeah. And, you know, I can vouch for that. Uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine actually had anxiety disorder and uh, was on Xanax mm-hmm. and oh. actually had to take a little over a week off of work to detox from it. Did you guys have a crocodile mile? Uh, we did. It actually made the time pass a lot, uh, a lot easier. It's <laughs> a weird random uh, question the, to throw yeah, into this segment, this, but well, the splashdown pool. I mean, it made it, it made it a lot easier to handle. It really does help detox. I mean, if you go to any <laughs> any uh, treatment facility, inpatient or out here, you all have a slip and slide or a crocodile mile. Exactly. Every day you have group therapy and then crocodile mile runs. <laughs> Just kind of it definitely the reduces the amount of people that leave uh, rehab. <laughs> Absolutely. Wee wee. <laughs> Speaking of rehab, it's, have you guys seen the celebrity rehab show on uh, VH1? Uh, I have not. With Dr. Drew? Nope. All right. I'm not a big fan of the reality television in general, but I have to say So he's that like the Dr. Phil of Kleenex? It's extremely interesting. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll give you that. It, it is, it's pretty interesting to watch people uh, going through withdrawals and stuff. Hmm. Uh, who's oh, yeah. that, the so guy? you just sit there and relish their torment? Basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what an evil bastard. Who was, it, who was oh, the guy her. that was in uh, Greece and was in Babylon 5 at the same time? Uh, uh, his name is not Zach. Uh, his uh, real name is Dan Hunter. Uh, Julius Dacus? No, not <laughs> Julius Dacus. Uh, I'm going to have to look this up real quick. Uh, but he's Hornby. in there, and he... Oh, uh, he. He played Zach on Babylon 5. I know that's a very vague <laughs> reference for you. Non-sci-fi <laughs> nerds. Aaron will probably know who I'm talking about. 
The only reason that was second, cool he played if, the is if you're a nerd, the leader of the Night Watch. God, this is pissing me <laughs> off. Jeff Conaway. Jeff Conaway. Yeah, no. So, okay, Jeff Conn. I still don't know who that yeah, I was is. I going to say, okay. I'm with you. I have played, no idea who the fuck Played that is. Zach Allen in uh, Belmont 5, as I said. And uh, boy, for a guy who is, he was born in 1950. So he's only what? Almost, he's almost 60. And the guy looks like he's about 70. He's black. <laughs> he's, it, it's amazing. Uh, he's got, he's got a cane and he's trying to, he's an alcoholic. He's black. He played Kinnick in Greece. Sorry. The years have not been kind. They have not. And it's one reality show that I, rec- I would recommend. It's uh, kind of reminds you me of that. break in? I, shut up. Okay. You know I don't talk well. Uh, uh, in a, in it's a, an interesting need- watch. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. That's a good point. I'm done. Let's just leave it there. Move on. Okay. You made your point. Uh, the remaining two drugs found in his room were Zoblicone, the most addictive sleeping pill known to mankind. Sweet. And uh, uh, which uh, causes actually one of the, it says here, the side effects are increased heart rate and anxiety. So he's taking like anti-anxiety medications and, and an anxiety, anxiety medication. Nice. <laughs> High five. So he's like, just going in circles here. I, I, don't know, I don't know how he didn't die sooner with this okay. kind of who's giving shit him going. The, who's giving him that medical treatment? Or does he just pick all this crap up on his own? I wonder. Yeah, who knows? Two conflicting doctors. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. He may be going to different specialists, and he's not telling them what he's taking, or or maybe his assistant goes to the doctor. I mean, who knows what the real situation was? Uh, If he was really, you know, dealing with either a drug addiction or insomnia. That's a good point. I mean, I know a lot of people deal with that. We'll go to any lengths of the earth to get rid of that shit. It's a good point. Good, good point. point. Good point. Uh, let's see. Ledger's father, Heath Ledger's father, issued the standard statement full of the usual phrases of, you know, tragic, untimely passing, and so few people truly knew him, and he touched so many lives, and this and that. Blah, blah, but all blah. of this is overshadowed by the fact that his father's first name is Kim. Strange. No mm. one is listening to the statement. They're all stuck on the fact that someone named their son Kim. That's, I know uh, they're like Aussies, but Kim? Yeah, it's a little strange. Hmm. What the hell? I would think that uh, once you're of age, yeah. you would probably seek to change that. Or maybe... Imagine. Maybe go by your middle name? Maybe go by the middle name. Maybe his middle name is like Ashley or something, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, damn it, we wanted a girl. I'm Sherry. keeping it that way. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Um, Kim Sherry Ledger. <laughs> according to the initial report, he was found in an apartment in Manhattan owned by actress Mary Kate Olsen, according to New York City police. Another example. See, now this is in, this doesn't, how, how do you mistake yes. that? How do you mess that up? What, that he was found in her apartment? Yeah, like, uh, well, if this was truly like a statement from the police, oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, where would they get that information of from and how is it wrong? I think what I heard on that was that... Uh, oh, was he, was he not found in her apartment? No, no, he was found in his apartment, but he was dating her. Ah, and, okay. Yeah, that's a pretty uh, big fuck up. The masseuse works for had worked for both him and which one was it? Was it which twig was it? Was it Paul Mary Kate Steve or Hull. Ashley? It was um, the uh, Monchichi one. Uh, they both Mary Kate. Okay, yeah. whatever. Um, he was dating both her, raccoons, and anyway. so the masseuse called her before she called nine one one. Oh, and then wow, yeah, mm, that's pretty fucked up. Kind of a uh, stupid bitch. So yeah, yeah, it's a dumb bitch. Anyway, uh, Mark, we have some uh, audio clips. We Mark? do indeed. Mark, uh, Mark? okay. Can you uh, play the uh, the first Jack Nicholson clip? Uh, sure. This is the one where he was outside, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, it's uh, Jack Heath one. Ah, uh, okay. Jack Nicholson, oh, please let you stay. Oh, that was Heath Ledger, the actor, he died in New York. Overdose. Overdose. He died in New York. Yeah. I warned him. 
Now, if you if you had a hard time understanding that, couldn't understand any of that. Basically, I think the real question here is: Did Jack Nicholson kill Heath Ledger because he wanted to be the Joker? Yeah, because he was angry at, at not getting that role again. No, basically, what he said was, uh, "I warned him when they they were asking about Heath Ledger. Did you hear about it?" He said, "I warned him." So, what does that mean? He said he warned him. That's, That's all what he, he says. Where the hell did you get right. that from? Uh. My exclusive sources. Uh, I was in okay. London. Oh, okay. The, uh, you got it from your own mic. Yes, I, I was at the premiere of the bucket list. Ah, and, okay. uh, oh, yeah. You can see him in the video. If you look, you can see right. Mark in the background with <laughs> um, with the break room mobile unit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the break room. The uh, the um, London Bureau. <clears throat> That's really well, you can, It explains itself a little bit if you uh, hear the second clip, which is coming up next. But I just want to say real quick, kind of smarmy, Jack. I warned him. And yeah. he kind of laughed at the end of when he said I well, warned him, too. That's what was so uncomfortable. All the photographers were laughing as well. Oh, Heath's dead. Oh, he warned no. him that he would die if he was the Joker. Isn't that funny? Oh, oh, very droll. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear uh, the second clip. All right. Well, you know, I mean, I, I, I warn people about uh, Ambien. I almost drove off a cliff once. Uh, I don't take sleeping pills. Somebody said, take this. It's mild. And I got called uh, a call in the middle of the night, kind of an emergency, and I almost drove off a cliff, you know, 50 yards from my house. I live up in the mountains in, in Aspen. It just, so it's something to be, you know, I warn of people about it. It's, it's watch it, that's all. I did, also did not know uh, Mr. Ledger. <laughs> so we had hey. to clarify that. Yeah. Why are wow. they asking Jack Nicholson about this anyway? Just out of curiosity, just because the Joker relation. Because he's a and probably that, and he is a noted uh, Hollywood player, and he's a noted uh, drug user. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess I was just going to say I'm having a hard time believing he's not on something right there. In that <laughs> yeah, he sounded, exactly. he sounded a little bit like it. Exactly. I, yeah. I mean, there's a reason he wears sunglasses. I think it's to cover up his dilated eyes. Hmm. He really, <laughs> he really reminded me of uh, what is his name? Not Nick Nolte. Uh, of J.J. Um, Abrams. J.J. Abrams, yeah. Uh, okay, the next <laughs> clip we got on uh, on deck here is, uh, and actually it's a clip of Heath uh, speaking on a few things, including the uh, birth of his daughter and uh, kind of some creepy foreshadowing going on there. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> doesn't change my life. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, God, where, How, do you, where do you start? I mean, I... Um, does it change the way you work, you think? Um, no, I, I, I guess it, you're, you're forced into kind of respecting yourself more. You, you, you learn more about yourself through your child, I, I guess. And um, I think you, you also look at death differently. Like, I, 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 I'm, it's like a catch-22. Like, I feel good about dying now because I feel like I'm alive in her, you know. But at the same hand, you don't want to die because you want to be around for the rest of her life. It's kind of like a... Kind of spooky. Interesting. Yeah. And if you see the video, um, he's he's obviously on something in the video. He's got his arms up and he keeps touching his face and he like keeps moving his hands around in front of his face and it's it's kind oh, of uh, cool. like you're looking at a dead man right there. Like it's obvious he's you know barreling towards disaster. And that's what made him so perfect <laughs> for the Joker. <laughs> that's true. Because he you know Hey-o. um you know you you guys on your on your show I think it was DZU said that. His version of the Joker so far reminded him of uh, Cesar Romero from the uh, the, wacky, the original series. Yeah, the original uh, live action series in the sixties. I think it's a very apt description because Cesar Romero, while wacky, <laughs> yeah. he always had that kind of dark uh, 
drugged up look to him. His hair was <laughs> yeah. always a must, and his tie askew. And of course, uh, I don't know. I, I think it, it. I think Heath was the perfect choice, and uh, unfortunately, uh, his drug addiction or whatever the problem was, I think helped him in that. Yeah, I. Yeah, he definitely. Uh, he definitely. It's gonna. This whole thing is gonna bring a, a, a different aspect to seeing Dark Knight when it comes out. Yeah, it's gonna give it kind of an eerie feel. I think because you you know you're gonna know looking at this guy. He's not really acting all that much. <laughs> yeah, that's, tr- that's true. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that's really him just coming through. And uh, I was when it first happened. I know this is terrible, but when I've it first re- happened. I've- I was thinking to myself, is this an, uh, a real thing? Like, did he really accidentally die from a drug overdose, or is this all just uh, promotion? Is this all just promotion is, for the Dark Knight? Just, yeah, <laughs> you know, I actually it's a publicity stunt. Chris Nolan is a genius. I actually thought the same thing when I first heard it. Actually, the first when I first heard it, I thought, okay, they're just. When I heard this on the radio, I thought these guys are fucking around. Yeah. And then, well, I saw it as an alert on MSN. I'm like, that's got to be the real, or they really think it, and maybe, yeah. maybe they just think he's dead. Well, that, that's the thing. Then I yeah. checked my phone and I saw the headline on the, the CNN mobile site, and then I was like, okay, this has got to be some kind of promotional bit. Yeah. And then it, re- you know, you actually found maybe out he's it still really is. Dead. They do it. Maybe it is. Maybe they just gone way too far with it. Or maybe. <laughs> Maybe he really killed himself to uh, promote the film. That was going to be part of the March product- or, uh, promotions. <laughs> he it was in his contract. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I'm going to make a prediction, and uh, this may prove to be wholly invalid. Um, but my prediction is that oh wow, because of his death, Heath Ledger will be nominated for an Oscar. For oh wow. The oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I see that for sure. Yeah. What a great prediction. Well, I and know that, that just so. Low. Cutting edge. So astute. Yes. Uh, that's what you only get here on The Break Room. Breakroom.org. The Break Room. And um, it'll be just as hollow as uh, Halle Berry and uh, not Denzel Washington, Wesley Snipes uh, Oscar a, wins. Not a big fan of the black people, are you? <laughs> uh, it's actually not me, uh, Marcus. It's Hollywood. I don't okay. watch those black oh, shows. Okay. How do you feel about Mexicans? Um... They're, uh, they're all right. I live in California, so uh, <laughs> I'm uh, constantly surrounded by them. Ooh. They're all right, people. By them. By the way he says that. Antiimmigration.com. <laughs> yeah, are you a big fan of antiimmigration.com? I was one of the first members. Speaking of racism, <laughs> um, John Gibson, That's I don't uh, like black people. serious bigot. I actually looked this guy up because after the shit that he said, yeah. like I wanted to find out some tragic, you know, happenings in his past so Black. I could come on this show and say, uh, yeah, he thinks that's funny. You know, I find his wife's cancer funny. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Do you know? Right. Let's back know. up a little bit. Who is John Gibson? <laughs> Do you know? Uh, jo- John Gibson is a uh, host of a Fox News show. Oh, sorry, I was talking to Dustin. Dustin I, you know I did not know who he was. No, he's a uh, he's got uh, a show on. Uh, He's one of the regular pundits, I think, on the Fox TV, and then he's he also the got a radio kid. show on the Fox Business Channel. Ah, okay. So, um, and yeah. Really? And he's Dustin, a bigot? You didn't know? I really didn't know. The polarizing conservative did not know that. <laughs> That's a bad uh, bad painting of my uh, political he's views. He's more of a G. Gordon Liddy <laughs> fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see how you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we pulled some audio. Uh, we were in John Gibson's studio today. And we hiding just, under his desk. Exactly. We just happened to uh, pull this golden audio uh, from his show. Am I is it not on there? Have, am I supposed to have that? Because I don't know. Oh, struggling. Let oh, me. Uh, boy. Oh, oh, uh, it's oh, called no. John Gibson. Mp3. Oh, 
by. It was probably oh, no. it's in the folder. Are you sure? I'm sure. I see it right here. You guys can vamp. All right, I'll find it. Doom. So, um, Felipe, you know, Zero one person of a diabolica. I, I really uh, think we can blame this whole death on one person, and that yeah. is uh, Terry Gilliam, who we talked about earlier. Have you heard about the curse of Ter- Terry Gilliam? I've not. Enlighten me, sir. Okay, there is a history with his films that there is always some tragic thing that happens on his set. Uh, uh-huh. Like, for instance, he started with the the Adventures of Baron Munchausen when it made like or it cost like fifty million to make, and it only made like ten million. Uh, <laughs> several of the actors died That's before good. before he could make Time Bandits two. So it's cursed like uh, crow sets. Yeah, it's exactly. Except he's got more. Uh, in uh, something about oh yeah, the man who killed Don Quixote. That's what it was called. He never could get that made because of constant disasters on the set. Uh, and you know, of course, now he's killed Heath Ledger. Um, well, crap. Now you're blaming him for that, huh? On oh that. boy, more struggles. Oh boy, now I can't connect to the network. Supposed to be a professional. Here, here. we go. Uh, no wonder nobody picks us up. Everyone. Uh, no wonder we're not getting picked uh, up on uh, major uh, talk radio just yet. <laughs> yeah, go to send them yeah, There we go. Uh, They're actually professional do, over there. Do, they have transitions. I don't have this shit happen. Yeah, his uh, it was a Terry Gilliam project, the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. Uh, that yes, that gained uh, gained him this these latest problems of killing Heath Ledger. So interesting. Uh, but See, you my th- my first thoughts were that uh, he killed himself because he uh, came out of his drug induced stupor long enough to realize that he was working on a movie called The Imaginarium of Doctor <laughs> Parnassus. <laughs> oh, here's the problems from the man who killed Don Quixote. In the first week of shooting, the actor playing Don Quixote suffered a herniated disc, and then a flood damaged the set. Uh, the, the film was canceled, resulting in an insurance claim. Uh, I heard. I also heard at one point that there was a fire on the set as well, but maybe that was a, a mix-up of information. Uh, and uh, his version of uh, Tale Two Cities uh, collapsed due to budget disagreements. The man in uh, the Brothers Grimm with Matt Damon and Heath Ledger also uh, was not a very good a film, terrible failure. Yeah, it's that's just stupid. Yeah, that, it is a stupid. He just has the worst luck, and it's called, uh, that's, really, that's a stupid. I think the lesson here is: no matter how good of the script is that he writes, you should really stay away just from stay Terry away from him. Yeah, he's basically OJ, except he's white Goodbye. and he's a director. Wow, oh. right? Basically the same thing. Doesn't chop off your head. Yeah, and he didn't kill a cop and his ex-wife. Um, right. Well, uh, while you're digging that up, I'll just go over real quick that uh, John Gibson said a lot of bad stuff uh, about um, – oh, what was it? Oh, he had uh, made some statements in uh, a previous show talking about – he didn't say any – specify any – he didn't say white people. He just right. said we need to have babies. We need to have – we need to start having more babies because in 20 years – the vast majority of human beings on cha- on planet Earth will be Hispanic because of, of the rate that they are uh, uh, reproducing. Oh, and this is these yeah. are John Gibson's racist statements. Yeah, this is stuff that wow. he has said on on his show. Nice, what a what a swell guy. Again, Felipe issues the they statement. Yeah, it's <laughs> very true. Uh, man with a noted um, Hispanic origin name, Felipe. Yes, good point. Yes. So well, I'm uh, very controversial. I'm half Mexican, so that's, you know. Well, there you go. We've dug up that uh, golden audio, so uh, uh, yeah, we here's, can go ahead and yeah. kick it off here. Here we go. Blinding you with his razor sharp acumen, John Gibson. Well, since we're going to be working together, I reckon it's time we start drinking again. You don't go out there and finish it. You know nothing about it. 
Boy, sure found a way to make the time pass up there. Golden showers. I wish I knew how to quit you. Uh, well, he found out how to quit you. Oh. Christine, don't be upset. Hi, everybody. It's John I'm Gibson. I'm very upset. <laughs> Actor Heath Ledger found dead today in his New York City apartment, face down in the bedroom, surrounded by prescription drugs, <laughs> a confidant telling TMZ, and TMZ is right about everything about 90% of the time, that, um, that, that he had a serious drug abuse problem. So it appears to be an accidental overdose. Could be a suicide. Listen, November 07, he was uh, talking about, and, and this is a 28-year-old guy, saying, well, you know, it's, it's a whole, give me a whole different thought about death. What? You're 28 years old and you're thinking about death? Give me a break. Maybe he was a deep thinker. Maybe he was a weirdo. I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> okay, anyway, Heath Ledger died and... I'm sure people will be upset. All you Brokeback Mountain fans, you want to give Christine a call, she, she'll be happy to talk to you. We're dead. We're dead. We're dead. <coughs> no, it's a terrible I mean, I, <laughs> Razor know, sharp acumen. It's, uh, it, it is terrible. I don't know why a 28-year-old guy is thinking about death. He should be thinking about all the great things he's going to do in the 50, 60 years he's got left. Uh, my guest is Tom Sullivan. Host of the Tom Sullivan Show here on the Fox News Talk Network, and who also anchors the Fox Business Network each day between 10 a.m. and noon. Tom, so um, I thought I was coming in to talk about Keith Bledger. Yeah, well, I'm a Keith Bledger expert. <laughs> well, hey, oh, um, oh, did I get that? Hey, <laughs> Maybe he had a serious position in the market. Yeah, possibly in today, he he looked at the window. And said, oh, my God. Oh, his name's not Keith Bledger, is that right? <laughs> I mean, he was depressed about yesterday's downturn in the world uh, stock markets. Hey, John. John, how you doing, buddy? I hope your old cough gets a little bit better. Thank you very much. Uh, I am going to keep it from you because my colleagues here say it's so disgusting. Well, uh, you know, I work in the hospital. We can give you some for that. Listen, John. The, uh, I don't want a Heath Ledger situation going on here. Yeah, buddy. well, I don't think you're going to sleep yet. Okay. But... Um, why are you being a dickhead? Well, it is John Gibson. You know, there's uh, new news coming out right now that apparently uh, Heath Ledger was suicidal and his friend saw it coming. I think he watched the Clinton-Obama debate last night. I think he was an Edwards guy. Because he, he saw his Edwards guy was just completely irrelevant. Good looking. Wears a suit well. But should just leave the stage. Razor sharp acumen what from John Gibson. Hell, what a dickhead! What a complete well, dickhead! Could you be really? More can you? Dickhead? You can't really say that he's doing anything different than um, than uh, like Howard Stern or any other shock jock. It's just he's not you know using um, blue language. He's just you know being like morally offensive. I suppose and he's not I, funny at all. I suppose Doesn't I help. applaud him for being honest, but what an asshole! Yeah. I mean, there's oh, yeah. there's a difference. I mean, we we certainly played our Heath Ledger tribute at the top of the show, sure. But you know, it was it was that was we more about you and Dave, though. Well, yeah, we're making fun with him and the movie, not making fun of him. You know, it was clear that we're not making fun of all these different crazy ways oh, he yeah. probably died and why he died. Yes, how many times somehow can... associating that he was really gay because yeah. he played a gay guy and broke back. Yeah, all these using the words "gay agenda" that Brokeback Mountain was a gay agenda film. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, impl- you know, of course, veiled uh, implications of AIDS. I'm sure he's you can gay, read into that. Gay. It's guy love. Uh, it's all good. Ju- just ridiculous. What what an a hole. Uh, you know, coming from a polarizing conservative, you know myself. <laughs> uh, I think that guy's a prick. I hate him. Yeah, that's that's like an astute opinion. That's that's, always a, that's a hot news opinion. Just for the a hole. <laughs> now, have you and heard? I'll oh, go ahead. Huh? Huh? What? What? Huh? Go ahead. Oh, so the uh, let's see, that's the last. Oh, okay. Closing this out. Uh, of course, the Westboro Baptist Church had to uh, weigh in on this. Uh, now, if you guys don't know who Westboro Baptist Church is, uh, Dustin, get the drop ready. They're the uh, people who uh, promote the God Hates Fags dot com website. Ah, God hates fags. God hates fags. Ah, God. <laughs> um. They're, they're, uh, see these these people with their uh, their godhatesfags.com website and this whole thing it's all Faggot. one thing but <laughs> the fact that they protest this is kind of an aside they protest funerals of um, of uh, Americans uh, uh, servicemen right ah yes I've seen that video on slackage.com what what are the uh, the the uh, mines called IEDs uh, I don't but, recall, but yes, improvised explosive devices. Ah. Yes, right. IED. Saying that IEDs are a punishment from God to punish a country that harbors homosexuals. Mm. We should all accept Jesus into our hearts because if we don't, we're going to hell. Basically, I'd like to rape that guy with a broken bottle. But the point <laughs> you want to rape me with a broken bottle? No, no, no. no. Oh. Well, we'll talk about that later. I'm wait, right wait. Wait. about uh, Jesus. I didn't need those eardrums. <laughs> Um, Excuse me. Uh, God, did I not clip the uh, text from the thing? <laughs> well, I didn't. Uh-oh. Awesome. I, I do prep. Um, but yeah, but basically they were coming out against uh, Ledger, saying that they were going to pick, going to pick at his funeral, and you know, oh, good the God. usual thing they do. Did you? Um, they'll be as irrelevant there as they are everywhere else. Oh yeah. Oh, do we? Sweet. Do they actually have a cash? Oh, come on, please tell me they have a cash version of this. I'm. S- I don't mean to. Uh, well, let me read you something that, that it's breaking news in the world of entertainment related to Heath Ledger. You may remember this guy um, from the uh, halls of wrestling, um, perhaps a little WWF. Do you remember the Ultimate Warrior? Oh, of course. <laughs> and yes, that will get pulled for later. <laughs> well, of course, everyone knows he is uh, he is a uh, extremely uh, relatable and popular news pundit. Do you remember Zsa Zsa Gabor? That not relevant <laughs> to the situation, but. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior posted a blog All right. about Heath Ledger. Perhaps right. I should read from this uh, for you. Uh, before you read that, can yeah. I just say real quickly, no. uh, he actually had his name legally changed to Ultimate Warrior. Good. So that gives you a, uh, kind of an idea of his mental, uh, his mental well-being. Well, Good point. Uh, okay, he says, in the, interest, in the interest of full disclosure, I must tell you, I have watched Brokeback Mountain no less than 45 times, and I own the limited edition DVD signed by Willie Nelson what? a short time after he wrote that queer cowboy song as a tribute to the courage of the producers and actors who broke such incredible creative ground when they made their agenda-less movie. Mark all that. Serious. Until, <laughs> until I saw Bend Over Brokeback, Braveheart... <laughs> was my favorite movie but the love scenes of brokeback sucked me right in i had no choice but to give myself over to the passion of its wide open range if you get my Ah. drift such courage this young man and his colleagues that have 
Reminds me of the courage of classic movie stars where the, during the war they enlisted and flew bomber planes and fought on front lines. Blah, 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 blah. I blah, wish blah, I knew how to quit you. I'm equally inspired. Uh, apparently he... Th- oh, excuse me. Apparently... Ah, witty, witty pun coming here. Apparently Leather Hedger had sleeping troubles and anxiety and dealt with terrible mood swings. So do soldiers, but they don't self-destructively fuck up their lives. In fact, they don't sleep, handle anxiety, and mood swings while dealing with whether or not they might at any moment lose their life. And they do this all the while while they're dangerously protecting the freedom of others to fuck up their own. Where's the flying eagle? Uh, By the way, how many 28-year-old soldiers met their death yesterday? It's not easy to find out. None of them made the headlines of any news. By today's standard, though, I do have to agree that he was a great father, perhaps even greater than the father of the year Hulk Hogan. After all, Leather Hedger did what it took to kill himself. His kid is without a father, yes, but the negative influence is now removed, and his own child has, has the chance for a full recovery. Uh, Hogan, on the other hand, won't go quite that far. He insists on sticking around and keep further ruining and profiting off the apparently mismanaged lives of his own children. Woo! Ultimate Warrior. Wow. Dickhead. Well, he's completely insane. Why are you being yeah, a dickhead? I, I think that's quite clear. Uh, I would say go to ultimatewarrior.com to find that, but uh, it's down. Oh, so or you can go to you can go to Google and uh, search for Ultimate Warrior Heath Ledger, uh, and then pull up the cached version. So, yeah, just click the where yeah, it says it's cached. It requires Why? dot com knowledge. Why? Um, dot org slash blog. Why? That's how it's done. Oh, okay. So anything else for us, uh, old F-13? Uh, that runs the gamut. I do have to say, uh, this has been the longest show we've done in a long time. <laughs> Almost an hour and a half. <laughs> we appreciate you filling in. No, too, we man. do. We do appreciate the uh, reporter in the field. That helped us I was a glad bit. to. Would you like to wrap up the show with us? We really, really uh, we're struggling without you, so we'd appreciate you hanging on. All right, here we go, <laughs> and we wait for the music. Out, go, out, out, go, out. All right, so you can, of course, find our show at breakroom.org, and you can subscribe to it uh, in iTunes. Just search for Breakroom. If you have an RSS feed reader, go to feeds.feedburner.com slash thebreakroom. Felipe, where can they find your show? <clears throat> Hold on, let me get ready. <clears throat> uh, you can check us out every week at our official website, cinemadiabolica.com. Friend us on MySpace, myspace.com slash cinemadiabolica. Call us, uh, leave voicemails, 206-350-4030. And email us at cinemadiabolica at gmail.com. Wow, that is a that is a full-on plug. But what you woo, left out was woo, woo. your show is about horror films and sometimes martial arts films as well. And nobody cares. <laughs> and DZ's lack of technology. Yeah, there is. You that. should definitely watch Fight Quest if you like the martial arts films. Discovery yeah. Channel. How's the uh, Good show? How's the Muay Thai coming, or whatever you're going to involve in? Krav Maga. Or- uh, I'm, st- I'm still looking at uh, at uh, places to take it at. Sweet. That's yeah. fucking bullshit. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, hey. Well, we can't speak. We speak of him no longer on the show. So <laughs> he did quit. So. He did quit. Um, you can find Paperback Radio, which is also another show. Uh, they might have a big announcement coming this Saturday, so check them out Uh-oh. at paperbagradio.com. Uh, they're pretty much a general bullshit show like us. What's general our lifestyle? That's uh, 1-214-329-9827. That's 1-214-329-9827. 
So yeah, you can call us there. Email us at breakroom at gmail.com. I believe Felipe has some uh, musical numbers coming for us soon. I think you, you yeah, said you I words. made the emo phone number clip, and I'm really fighting over whether or not I should send it to you because it yeah. sounds so dorky. Can't sound any worse than the one we have now. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll re- send it to you, Mark. You tell me what you think. <laughs> okay, do you realize what we've been playing for two years now? <laughs> yeah, good point. All right, uh, check out popsyndicate.com. You can find all the podcasts, such as uh, the three we've mentioned, plus Comic Book Queers, Wednesday's Hall, and... Uh, I thought Comic Book Queers was going away. Well, they're done for the season. They'll be oh, back they have seasons. Okay. They have seasons. Like, we, we tried to do that We before. tried to do that one episode, <laughs> yeah. We're also supposed to be all entertainment news, too. Yeah, we're also supposed to be media sharks. That's true. We've had many names. We've had a fucked up history. Yeah. We're pretty much like Britney Spears. Multiple personality disorder. Sort of. Yeah. Does that bit. mean you're going to start speaking in a British accent? No, just the pink wig. We all wear pink wigs. Okay. War chant. War chant. There you go. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week uh, when we right. will finally... Yes, high five. High go. five. Perhaps another go. third chair. Out, go, out, out, go. We're going to have to have people filling in from here on out. Yeah. Unless we want to go it alone. It's kind of hard, but... I might just open my veins right here and just end it all. Well, then I'll have to do it all by myself, and I'll really suck. I don't know how you're going to run the jazzy and that at the same time. It's hard, man. All right, well, we'll... uh, I'll fight through it, though, for the fans. Beat you guys down next week? Just for Nate. Absolutely, for Nate. We always do it for the fans. All right, Felipe, well, you have a great week. Have fun doing Cinema Diabolica. And yourself. And we look forward to future voicemails and or emails. Out, go, out, out, go, out.